Copenhagen Medical Education Podcast listeners. This is Kevin Eva, Editor-in-Chief of the Journal. And it is that time of year again when we get to celebrate our annual State of the Science issue. As those of you who've been reading or listening for a while will know, this is an effort that the deputy editors and I engage every year to try to bring together some high-level papers on particular themes and reflect where health professional education is as a field of scholarship as we head into a new calendar year. This year's theme for January 2024 was Embracing the Future. Martin Pusich and Paul Crampton took a particular lead on this and brought together a number of articles and commentaries focused upon the dual themes of technological advancement and sustainability. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with Ji-Hyun Lee, who's Associate Professor in the Department of Dental Education at Seoul National University in the Republic of Korea. And we're going to talk about a paper that she and her co-authors contributed to that issue entitled Virtual Education Strategies in the Context of Sustainable Healthcare and Medical Education, a Topic Modeling Analysis of Four Decades of Research. Ji-hyun, welcome to the podcast and thank you for taking the time to talk with me. Thank you for inviting me for the interview. It's my distinct pleasure, and in particular because this paper really walks both sides of the two themes that I just mentioned, technology and sustainability, as listeners can probably tell from the title alone. But before we get into the content of the paper itself, can I just ask you to introduce yourself a bit more to our listeners and explain your background and how you came to be doing work in this area? All right. My name is Jihyun Lee. I am, as Kevin introduced, I'm an associate professor at the Department of Dental Education at Seoul National University. And as Kevin said, I have background about technology and healthcare education, both of it. And I studied education in my master program and doctorate program. So I have PhD in educational technology. And in my early career, I was appointed in the Department of Education, and then I moved to Dental Education Department. So I have been thinking of how technology should be optimally integrated in the field of health science education. So this topic exactly fit my uh-huh. interest. Yeah, so it was a great chance for me to study and think about this topic. Thank you so much. (laughs) That's great. And the fit comes through in the paper. You just mentioned your PhD in technology and uh, applying it to education. What drew your interest to sustainability with respect to what technology has to offer? Yeah, I've fundamentally believe that understanding the social side of medicine is very important in medical education. It's about seeing the big picture, how doctors' decision really impacts society in various ways. In my field, dental education, we sometimes get tunnel vision, focusing just on teeth problems and skill-based treatment. But future healthcare professionals Uh, need to think bigger beyond their own clinics. They need to get social context and tailor their healthcare to address social needs. 
So in that vein, sustainability is one of the critical and massive topic in medical education. It is optimum topic to address the social context of healthcare. But teaching this is not easy. It's not easy at all. We need a ton of resources and teachers who are up to the task. And we are kind of struggling with that. Virtual education could be the real solution, real game changer here. But honestly, it's just common sense and practical stuff. When we really dig into the research, especially in medical education, there is not much out there. In general education, we can find some stuff on online learning related to UN SDG goals. But in medical education, using virtual education for teaching sustainable healthcare, there's hardly anything. So I wanted to dive deep, look at everything about sustainable healthcare and education and all that out there. But when I started searching, it hit 20,000 studies. And going through all that by myself, it was impossible. So that's why I turned to this automated method. And that's a method that most of our listeners and most of our readers won't be familiar with. Do you mind explaining how that works and what okay. you were trying to accomplish? All right. We use topic modeling and it's a computer thing for digging into a bunch of text to find hidden topics. Think of it like this. You've got all these documents and you're just bag of words. Topping modeling works on the idea that you can group these words in a way that makes sense based on how they show up together across different documents. So we use this computer algorithm that's pretty smart. <laughs> and it figures out what these documents are really about and giving us this overview of what's going on in a research field, like a bird eye view. It's very useful for spotting trend in tons of text and even guessing what's coming next. You know, a systematic review and a scoping review, right? This method is also to get a big picture of a research, right? But they are just diving into a pile of papers and reading, highlighting, and trying to sort out the main themes by hand. It's a lot of work, mm. especially if it's, uh, you know, 20,000 articles. And you have to constantly update and pull out topics manually. And so it's not simply a frequency count, then. It is a means of trying to look at associations between right, right, words, right, if right. I understand. Right. And there's a very important concept of topic modeling that's TF-IDF index. For topic modeling, there's a different kinds of method within the topic modeling. And link analysis and topic modeling and frequency analysis Across all the method, the TF-IDF concept is very important. I said in the article, TF-IDF is a term frequency weighted by inverse document frequency, which is based on two assumptions. The frequency of a term in a document determines how well it characterizes its content. And the number of documents in which a term appears indicates how discriminating the term is. 
That means as frequency of occurrence of term within a document increases, it becomes more representative of the document's content. But as frequency of occurrence of term across multiple and diverse document collection increases, its ability to differentiate between the content of those documents decreases. So as the frequency of word within a document increases and a number of documents containing it decreases, the TFI depth value goes up. So, you know, so many documents have very common words. So a term appears across all the document is not important. But if that words very frequently occur within a text, that means it's very important. So that concept is very important. And the computer algorithm work around that concept. That's a very clear description, a good way of outlining that for people who aren't familiar with this. And it led to some interesting observations. You, not surprisingly, uncovered papers that focus on all three pillars of sustainability, environmental, social, and economic, and a variety of different technologies were captured in your search. But in the interest of time, what I'll ask you to speak about is what did the findings tell you in terms of how people should be thinking about implementing virtual education for the sake of sustainability education? In the paper, I wanted to search about themes in the field of sustainable healthcare and sustainable medical education and sustainable virtual education. I want to draw implications from these three fields. And that was summarized in Table 5. Let me explain what's on Table 5. First, sustainable virtual medical education contents need to hit these three points, as Kevin said, being environmentally responsible and socially fair and economically sound. This means doing stuff like cutting down carbon in a healthcare service and empowering patients and transforming how healthcare works. That's one thing. And the goal of sustainable virtual medical education is to equip everyone in healthcare, no matter their level, with the know-how, skills, mindset, to really get these principles and put them into action. Third, we should be using all sorts of tools for SVME, like simulations and virtual reality, augmented reality, and AI and cloud computing, and online courses and MOOCs. And each of these has own a special thing it brings to the table. Finally, rolling out SVME is all about working together, sparking new ideas and making sure it's effective based on what we want to achieve and what actually happens. So we can say sustainable virtual medical education is this whole system. It's about teaching sustainable healthcare using virtual platforms making sure the content and practice are all about being green, fair, economically smart. It's about giving healthcare folks the right knowledge and skills, using mix of media and method, and pushing sustainability through teamwork, new ideas, and checking how effective the programs are. So drawing out all the implications from almost 20,000 articles, 
I want to draw out all the systematic strategies for the sustainable virtual medical education. So I defined sustainable virtual medical education, but that definition clearly said that it's a systematic approach. So everything is connected. It's not just focusing on one thing like a curriculum. It's about seeing the big picture, how all parts work together. That's great. That systems orientation comes through loud and clear in your paper. And it just makes me want to ask one final question, which is for all that you've just said, it's very important to pay attention to the whole system and the collective and work together. What's the one piece of advice that you would give somebody who is just starting into this area? How would you recommend one begin to build a curriculum or a system, keeping in mind that you know, they obviously won't be able to do everything at once? It depends on how that educator situate in table five. There is learning content and learning objective and target learner and media and tools and the strategies that table five shows component of a sustainable virtual medical education. So depending on what the educator's context has, different approach can be taken. So if learning contents is ready, then he or she can consider other things like the strategies and medical tools and method. So if that educator has nothing at hand, then I recommend to look at the strategies. There's three strategies was drawn from the articles. The first one is development strategy, that's collaboration and partnership strategy to overcome limited local resources and expertise. If there's no faculty member or resources to teach sustainable healthcare, then they have to find ways to collaborate or to have a partnership with other institutions. And the next strategy is diffusion of innovation strategy. And this is a very massive, a huge topic. So it may require behavior change and persuasive communication and engagement of stakeholders. So this is very hard, but important strategy. And the other one, which is very important, is quality assurance strategy that teaching sustainable healthcare should meet satisfaction of a stakeholder's need and effective instructional design, and it should be accessed by any places. And that content and virtual education itself should be sustainable. So these are the strategies. Among these three strategies, I think this last one, quality assurance strategy, is very important. As I said in the article, that's why medical educators should be center of this initiative. Excellent. And you anticipated what I was going to say, which is something that I have to say quite often, so there's a lot of detail in the paper and a lot of guidance that we can't possibly cover in the time that we have. So you've given our listeners a specific place in your article to start to pick up the conversation that you've just started with me, and I appreciate that. So again, table five for those who want the details. And the article itself that contains that table is called Virtual Education Strategies in the Context of Sustainable Healthcare and Medical Education, a Topic Modeling Analysis of Four Decades of Research, 
Jihyun Lee is the first author, and you will find it in the January 2024 issue of Medical Education. So thanks, everyone, for listening, and thanks, Jihyun, for your time. Thank you. Thank you.